Good morning, welcome to another exciting episode of the original Red Pill Show. Today is Wednesday, August 26, 2020. The show is for entertainment and educational purposes only. Please use at your own risk. The show is copyrighted by me. No part of it. Can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form without my written consent, or you can just ask. Finally, this show is opinionated. The host, especially callers, 815 290 0912. People did a naughty in the chat room. We got one already, Joe. How's it going, Joe? Callers, guests, etc., are and always will be opinionated. Under no circumstances whatsoever should opinions be taken as advice. If you're seeking professional advice, we strongly encourage you to hire a license of required person in his or her field there, little Tommy. All right, man, I don't have my soundboard set up. I'm actually fighting my microphone right now on my stand, which I think is going to fall. It's going to fall. I uh, am in a new location, and I'm going to get into all that in a minute. If I survive this, oh, God, stay, stay. I don't know. Hang on a minute. All right, I think that's going to do that. I got to stop touching the mic, and then now it falls out of the thing, whatever. All right. So how's it going? 
I haven't done this in a while. My apologies. Things have uh, things have been crazy. I don't know about you guys, but it's been crazy for me. I um a little personal thing here. I titled the episode Sometimes We Have to Listen. What's on the wall right in front of us. And for me, I am trying to do that when I listen and when I see it. And then acting on it. So people that have listened to the show know things that I've gone through. And actually, after the 2008 meltdown, that's why I decided to do this show. Find out what in the hell is going on. And now 2020 with COVID-19, which I'm sick and tired of hearing about. Some writing on the wall here, and uh, I asked for some help from the guy upstairs without getting too, which some people would call religious, that's fine, for some answers to what you want me to do. Well, those answers came pretty quick, and uh, I ended up leaving Colorado after giving it two and a half years of my best because I don't like what I'm seeing, seeing and what I'm feeling is to what's going on on a macro level and what's going on personally for me and my mic's going to fall again. All right, so apologies. If I would just leave the fucking thing alone and quit touching it, it would stay. 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 All right, I see what's going on. I'm in a whole new different environment, man. I don't even have the same desk that I had doing this show back in Colorado. I'm literally sitting on my edge of my bed, <laughs> fucking visual, edge of my bed. My computer desk is gone because I didn't have enough room to bring it to where I'm at, which is currently located in the country, in the state of Illinois, country, yeah, in the country, in the state of Illinois right now, um, looking for answers and guidance is what's going on. And my computer desk is now a nightstand followed by another nightstand which has my equipment on it anyway just a little visual first time i've done this in probably three or four weeks i uh i i get a compulsion and passion to do this and uh i'm back doing it now so i don't know how often but thanks for your patience Thanks for the listeners. I probably should have done this. I know I'm bouncing around here. I'm bouncing around and I literally, actually everywhere. Let's see here. Dun, dun, dun. No, I don't want profile. I want to go to... God, it's been so long. I don't even know how to work my way around Podbean. All right, statistics. We're going to do this. I'm going to get into this, and I got to go. This is going to be a quickie. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's burn something. All right, hang on a minute. Dashboard. Statistics. 
last 12 months. Over 2,000 downloads. Thank you very much. We have to pass out props here. If I can can figure it out. Oh, my God. All right. Thank you to Colorado. I don't know how many. Let's see. How many of those were that I downloaded? But anyway, Michigan, Ohio, Oregon, California, Texas, Georgia, Illinois, New Hampshire, Nevada, Washington, and 29 downloads that are unknown, which probably are firefighters, military, law enforcement. Thank you. You all are heroes to me. As far as Canada, A, British Columbia, Ontario, and Alberta. Thank you very much. In Australia, mate, New South Wales, Western Australia, in unknown. So, we are trying to take over the world, Mr. Bond, and we're going to do it eventually. All right, so the writing on the wall. So, I don't know how many of you guys actually listen to what's being told to you. For one thing, you have to be open enough to look at signs. Now, for me, people talking outside situations, and I'm not talking about the news per se. I've actually shut the news off. I'm not paying any attention to the news because I'm tired of, oh, well, COVID-19 and COVID-19 and COVID-19. Fuck you. I'm tired of it. I don't want to hear it anymore. All right? I'm not basing my life, per se, around some Chinese virus that, in my opinion, is not only the Chinese government's fault, it's our fault, and it's big business's fault. Because we're the ones that gave them our jobs, gave them our wealth, gave them our trade secrets, which advanced their ability to create this Wuhan virus that they apparently couldn't control, if we're going to believe the narrative and what we're told, and accidentally let it out. It's not all the Chinese fault. China was a third world country not that long ago. And this is the problem with globalism and transferring wealth to people that don't know how to handle it because they didn't obtain the learning curve of the responsibility of the technological advances and the accumulation of wealth by capitalism. The wealth was transferred from America to China because of greedy corporations that don't want to pay people a good wage, pay good benefits, and take care of their employees, they are more concerned about the price of their stock and profits than people's livelihood. But then you hear now, oh, well, we care about you. We, you know, COVID-19, blah, 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 bullshit. If they cared, it wouldn't have happened in the first place. So it's the Chinese government's fault. It's our government's fault. And it's corporations' fault. Okay. So, that that's my opinion and how I see it with this COVID-19 shit in 20, 25 years ago, when we were starting to ship our jobs over there and all of our secrets, not to mention Mexico, but China specifically now, because I knew it was going to backfire and man, did it ever it's destroyed the global economy. It's destroyed families. I had a friend He goes, so how's it going? I said, well, I got to tell you what's going on. I've been so busy moving that I'm out of Colorado and I'm temporarily staying in Illinois in the country and I'm going to try to figure things out. And he said, whoa, he said, okay, sorry, didn't work out. And I'll get back to the writing on the wall here. But he goes, you know what? He goes, I've had friends that have been married for 20, 30, 40 years, businesses, And they're all 
getting divorced and losing their businesses because of what's going on. And he goes, if you still had your business, you probably would have lost it too. And I said, you know what? I wouldn't argue that because I think that all the time. So in retrospect, what's happened to me in the past might have been a godsend to put me ahead of the curve to deal with what people are deal, dealing with now that I dealt with over five years ago. Now to see that from that perspective back when it's, when you're going through it, like some of you guys are now, it's hard to fathom and understand, but everything happens for a reason. You're, you are where you are because you're supposed to be, but are you where you are because of your will or your stubborn and pigheadedness or are you where you are because that's where the universe wants you? That's what you need to figure out. One book, and I love referring books, is Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill fantastic book. I think it would behoove everybody what's going on right now to read that book because we're all looking for answers. And I'm telling you, you're not going to find them in the conventional ways that you have in the past. You're going to have to find the answers from the inside and the outside, but th through different mediums. I can't give you answers. I can point you in the direction where I have seeked and found my answers. But my journey is my journey and your journey is your journey. But there's some similar parallels there that we all experience and have to go through to get to the next step in our journey. And books have helped me tremendously, tremendously, not to mention moving to Colorado for two and a half years and essentially isolating myself pretty much and just trying to get a foundation back in my life where I can figure out the next step in my journey. Colorado didn't work out. There was some health, <clears throat> there was a health issue that uh, went to the doctor and just pretty much was telling me altitude sickness uh, is a problem with me. And I fought it and I tried it and drank like a fish. Oh, you're dehydrated. Just keep drinking. Okay. Uh, didn't really do anything. Um, my job was good. I won't say nothing negative about that, but there was no future there. No economic increases that I could foresee in the near future or even distant future. Rent was going up and uh, couldn't afford a rent increase. <clears throat> and that was coming up in November from what I was told. And November is going to be, remember, remember, what is it? The 5th of November? How weird is that? Fifth? When's the election? Third or fourth? Remember, remember the 5th of November. Is that what it is? From V? I don't know. <laughs> but November is going to be a month and a year for that matter to remember. So the writing on the wall with me, at least, I, I mean, no relationship, no female companionship, two and a half years. There was two very quick, very spont spontaneous, not pursued by me, but nothing, nothing with substance there. And I'm like, okay, I mean, two and a half years to whatever. I'm like, man, I really don't think this is, a, this also should be slash my opinions on Colorado. I just don't think I'm going to meet a woman here. 
not what I'm looking for. So Colorado is, it's a great state. I'm not going to say nothing negative about it. I think if you like that type of Western culture in the mountains and outdoors and things of that nature, then you should go there. But the people are different. They're a little off center. I was in a Democratic liberal area, Loveland. Not really my alignment or affinity with people. I tried, I tried, and I tried for two and a half years. Couldn't really get a lot of affinity with people. And then when I did, something weird happened. So they can't drive worth a fuck. The food sucks. Um, very nice people, though. The women, from my perspective, if you don't have a beard and look like a junior Duck Dynasty beard-growing Grizzly Adams outdoor rugged-looking type of guy, you're not going to get a woman. Me, Midwestern, blonde, uh, I've been told I'm very handsome. That type of looking guy, from what I saw, you're not going to get the chicks. So it's like, well, I can't even grow a fucking beard at 56, let alone look like Grizzly Adams, and that's not me. So my chances of getting a woman based on two and a half years of me living in Colorado it's just not in the cards, baby. Now, is it? No. So there's more writing on the wall. But also, my livelihood is going to be affected. And people that work outside construction, of course, there is no construction in winter. So I'm going to probably misspeak here. But I'm just trying to relate to people that work outside. So, or in restaurants. Because it all is connected. Or anything that's outside and right now with COVID-19, you're surviving by being very creative, I might add, and complimentary to people thinking out of the box. Hey, you must listen to this show. By having outside dining and things like that. Well, as that little fucker on Game of Thrones says, winter is coming. What are you going to do? We're all being told, and depending if you believe in the Illuminati and whatever this kind of stuff, and I'm not saying this is all caused by Illuminati. I I quite honestly don't, don't think it is. I think it was a real big fuck up. <clears throat> um, it fits into the agenda, but as far as this being the plan, I, I don't know. How do we know? But all they do is they tell us what they're going to do. And now we're being told there is going to be a second wave. Okay. So not to listen, listen to that, I think would be a big mistake. Hey, Debbie, how are you? Thanks for joining. It's been a while. I don't know how much you missed. But they tell us what they're going to do. So let's just assume now that there's going to be a second wave. In a lot of the economy right now, I mean, I was just watching CNBC. The stock market's rebounded. It's everything, S&P 500, it's all ready to break records again. Well, that's on Wall Street. I don't see that on Main Street. I see people barely scraping by and that's the way it is now with COVID-19 and all the restrictions that are being put on them by every different governor in every different state not to mention the federal government the winter is coming so what are you going to do and if you're a restaurant whether you're a mom pop place or a corporate chain account 
and you have outdoor seating, what happens when winter comes? Because right now, like in the city of Denver, you can't have more than 50 people in your restaurant. 50 people. You get out of Denver, and you can't have more than 50% occupancy in your restaurant, depending on the counties and things of that nature. But for the most part, that's a general accurate blanket to say. And a lot of the, uh, a lot of the seating is outdoor seating. There was uh boy, I forgot the town already. There was Brighton. I think there was one town already or Lafayette It was Lafayette. I think there was one town that closed off some streets that were downtown. So the restaurants could set up tables outside in the street and they blocked off the streets. Very creative. Great. Awesome. That's great. Think out of the box, DoorDash, all that stuff, all this takeout. Great, great, great. Thinking out of the box, but restaurants aren't just going to survive on takeout and they're really not going to survive when you take away their outdoor seating because winter is coming. So I kind of looked at that. So on top of that, with the election coming on, with all the re revolts going on, Kenosha, Wisconsin just got lit on fire. Kenosha, Wisconsin. R really? Like the last, and Minneapolis would have been one of the last towns or cities I would have thought, too, that all hell would break loose. Light and shed on fire, destroying everything. Kenosha, Wisconsin which is right across the border on the eastern part of, the, of Wisconsin, pretty much almost right on Lake Michigan. Not exactly. A little bit west. Go further, you run into Racine, and it's up there. I've done work up there. I know Wisconsin pretty well. Kenosha, Wisconsin is on fire. Really? Coming to a town near you. Because every day we get closer to the election, the more of this type of stuff you're going to see. So not only do you have to be looking out your window, seeing if people are coming with shotguns and pitchforks and lighting your shit on fire, you have to worry about winter is coming. which is going to most likely affect your job. The second wave is coming of COVID-19. The election is coming. All this is going to converse or converge. We're conversing, sorry. Converge at one given point. And it's going to be exponential, in my opinion. What are you going to do? Sit here and watch? Home sales are through the rough. People are realizing that home is safety. And with the internet and Zoom and technology like this, voice over internet protocol, blah, 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 podcasts, the meeting rooms, school now, I think that's great. I think in-house schooling, you're going to really see how fucked up our education system is. But now I don't, I don't, I don't want to get into that. It's a whole different subject there. A new subject for a different show. By the way, different shows. Trish Regan is doing her own podcast. She's on Spotify. Awesome. Please download it and listen to her. Trish Regan uh, Intel, I think she's calling it. Great show. But things are going to start surfacing and coming out, and it's going to pressure you to decide if you're going to listen to the writing on the wall. So for me, I saw all this. Rent's going up, second wave of COVID, the election. Last time COVID came, my hours got cut from 40 hours to 25 hours a week. I couldn't survive. I had to get a second job. 
when winter's coming, the restaurants, because that's part of what I did, service of restaurants, their outdoor seating is going to be gone. Sales are going to be dropped. Cost cutting is going to happen. My hours are going to get cut back to 25 hours a week and rents going up and blah, 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 blah. Uh-uh. So I decided to get the hell out of Dodge. And I started thinking, well, maybe going to a warm state is the answer. So that's where I'm at right now. It's just me. I don't have a dog or a cat or a girlfriend or any kids. I have two grown kids, but I don't, I don't have anybody dependent on me, which takes a lot, takes a lot of stress off of me. Cause I can understand. And I've been there raising two kids and married for 27 years. You're anchored and whatever you decide to do as a dad and a leader of your family and a provider and a protector, it's just natural instinct to hunker down and get ready to fight. And I think that is a big part of the decision of not to go to a better place, whatever that may be for you. I understand that. But me, I just I can just pack up my shit and leave. And I did. And Raising a family and being married for 27 years and having a business for 20 years, I mean, I was cemented. I could not just uproot myself and leave at the drop of a hat. Which, again, makes me reflect and realize buying a house, getting stuck in a mortgage, and a job, I mean, those two right there, the first one, especially signing a mortgage for 30 years, you're stuck. You're stuck. Even signing a one-year lease agreement in an apartment, you're stuck. Your kids, school, enrolling them in school, your job, you're stuck. I don't know if there is a purpose by the powers that be for you to do that. I don't know if they want people wandering around. I think they want you dependent on them. The stimulus money, uh, acting like they really give a shit. Uh, some do, most don't. Um, it's no different than keeping minority people stuck in the projects and say, just vote for me. Here's your rent money. Here's your link card. Which is starting to become a transition to socialism for all of us. They're just being very sneaky about it. Oh yeah. We care about you. Here's your stimulus money. Here's your 1200 bucks, which I still haven't gotten by the way. And when I do get it, I'll probably give it to charity because I don't want money from the government, but it's being flipped upside down, which is their strategy reverse engineered. And then what did she say? Take it, revert, reverse engineer it, flip it, and use it to the fourth derivative, which is time. So this whole dependency in socialism has been reverse engineered, flipped to the other people, and the fourth derivative is applied, which is time. And it's being used... for socialism to slowly creep its way in. And once that happens, chill jelly, that's pretty cool. Good morning. It's going to slowly change our culture. And I've heard Trish Regan talked about this. I've listened to every podcast she's had so far. Once we cross that boundary into socialism, we're not coming back. We're not coming back. But I understand when your hours get cut from 40 to 25 and you're scared to death and you got to wear a mask or you're going to kill somebody and blah, blah, all this fear tactic crap. 
then you can't pay your bills and you can't feed your kids and you can't make your car payment and you can't feed yourself. Oh, well, here's 2,500 or 12. That'd be nice. 1200 bucks from your government that cares. Hmm. If you really cared, you let me keep on my fucking money that I make, but let's not even get into that makes me very suspicious of the motives of what's going on. But I can tell you this, if you're going to take handouts and you're waiting for a check from the government for you to survive, you're not listening to the writing on the wall. I mean, does that even feel right when you open it and most people it does, I guess, because money seems to be the one motivator or reward that keeps popping up. And that concerns me. Oh, I don't give a shit. I got 1200 bucks. Who cares? Uh, wrong answer. Or I'm not going to worry about that. Now I'll worry about it when it happens. Well, you're going to get stuck. You're going to get stuck. I am sharing my opinion on my life, on my perspective, based on what I am seeing. I could be totally wrong. And I hope I am wrong. But I just made a big decision on listening to my gut. Asking for guidance from God or the universe and watching what is happening. And I don't like what I see. The BLM is coming. Black Lives Matters, I agree with. When it crosses lines in destruction, in killing people, in lighting shit on fire, I don't. BLM and whoever else is involved into this is coming to a town near you soon. COVID-19, as we're being told, it's coming to a town near you soon. The economy, it's all fake right now because they're all printing money, just passing it out to people. It's like monopoly money. It's a... It's a false, non-substance recovery in the economy, which is mostly inflation. But the Fed's talking about they want more inflation. <laughs> That's going to be, you think shit's expensive now. Wait. If you think paying the debt, national debt, with low interest rates now, the only tool they have in their arsenal to increase inflation is to raise rates or, or print more money, but they're doing that anyway. So in my opinion, I don't know anything. I don't have any education in the financial sector. That is going to backfire and it's going to throw us probably into hyperinflation. So I see that too. So now you get into prepping and preparedness and what do you do about that? This is a lot of stuff. This is enough to make any sane person go fucking batshit crazy. And again, I hope this show is just totally for entertainment purposes. But I do want it to make, to make you think. But not react. And look at the writing on the wall. What are you being told? Are you ignoring it and just waiting for that stimulus check in the mailbox? Are you one of the people that got furloughed or lost your job and you were making more money on unemployment than you were working your regular job? And then when your employer called you and said, do you want to come back to work? And you said, fuck no. I'm making more money sitting on my ass until August 1st. 
when you don't have an income again, are you one of those people? I'm not judging you. I'm just asking, what is your frame of mind? Because if you're one of those people and you're waiting for your stimulus check, you're in for a world of pain that is going to be out of your control. We're all going to be in a lot of pain. I'm going to be in a lot of pain. I still am. Five years, I still can't get my life back. I started to. I loved Colorado up until COVID came out or coronavirus or whatever the fuck you want to call this thing that totally shut down everything. We are a capitalistic, capitalism-based country and our economy is dependent on it. You start fucking with that whether it's positive and false wealth and success or turn it down and restrict it because you don't want to spread COVID-19, there's going to be some pain. And printing money and printing and printing and printing, is that's like writing yourself a check. I got my checkbook right here. I could write myself a check. See, but the difference between you and I and the government is they can write all the checks they want and they're good. We can't do that. We can't write ourselves a check. So all I'm saying is, hey, Ben, what's up? Are you listening to the writing on the wall? Are you paying attention? Are you watching? When I was in Colorado, and I haven't seen it yet here, but I haven't been, uh, fuck, I'm in the middle of the country. So there's a bunch of fucking cows <laughs> and corn and more corn and beans and all that. I, I love it. It's great. There's serenity in the country. I love it. But before I left Colorado, and then the governor polis, this was another thing that pushed me out. I like working out. And as of August 1st, it was mandated that you had to wear your mask while you're working out. That's fucking impossible. You can't do that. You're going to fixate yourself. I saw a video. Alex Jones did it on Infowars.com. There's an OSHA requirement that an employee has to have a certain amount of oxygen available to them in their workspace. Well, then they put the mask on. And within 30 seconds at the most, they had a sensor detecting how much oxygen was in the air breathing through that mask. And what you're doing is you're recirculating your carbon dioxide that you're exhaling. And you're actually poisoning yourself. Uh, so wearing these masks is not a healthy situation for you. you you're slowly asphyxiating yourself. You don't, you don't believe me. Do your homework. I'm not. Oh, Tim says don't wear a mask and he's one to kill people. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying do it. you're killing yourself, actually. You're fucking brain dead. You're going to be brain dead before you know it or pass out and get an accident. I don't understand why people wear masks in their car. Really? But I've heard stories of that, too, when I was here. Oh, yeah, there's an accident. A guy was wearing his mask and he passed out driving a car and got an accident. Really? But before I left Colorado, I saw at least two instances where people lost their shit. One was at a Home Depot, and a guy just lost his crap because of the social distancing and standing in line. And there was a big confusion at the cash register, and this guy just lost his shit. The other one was at a, I don't want to name who it was, but it was a restaurant that you drive up and get your shit. And the order was fucked up, and they wanted slushies instead of regular drinks, and they lost their shit almost into an altercation, a physical altercation. Really? That's more writing on the wall for me. I'm paying attention. My church was shut down. I can't work out. Literally just going to work as a slave, I mean, God forbid, 
I'm not a racist. I'm just saying that's what I felt like. You get up, you do your job, and you do your chores if you're lucky enough to have a job eight hours a day, and go home and sit your ass in your fucking house. You can't go out. That's not that's not living. I quite honestly don't see a huge difference between that and slavery. And I'm not saying it's the same. I just don't see a big difference. Where's it headed? Where's it going? So it's 45 minutes. I'm going to go. It's my first show in a while. Thanks for popping in guys. Appreciate all of you. Uh, Comments are nice. I should have put the phone number in there. I don't know. I just felt I had to come on here and make you think this isn't about me as some people may interpret it. It's not about me. It's about you. Are you listening and seeing and hearing and watching the writing on the wall? I am. I don't know where I'm going from here. I'm going to try to figure it out, but I know where I'm not supposed to be. That's how I figured things out now. Not what I'm supposed to do, what I'm not supposed to do. And then the journey finds me. And then it tells me what to do. As corny as that sounds. I don't know if that makes any sense to anybody. It's not necessarily finding the answers. It's finding what the solution is not. It's starting to sound like Yoda now. And go from there. But I'm going to find people that have affinity with me. Think the same way. Not not 100%. Nobody's ever going to agree 100% on everything. I mean, just just get married. (laughs) You'll find that out real quick. But, But that's fine. But I encourage you to listen to everything. Stop paying attention to the news. Listen to people like Trish Regan, Joe Rogan, uh, even, uh, did I say Alex Jones? Alex Jones, uh, Peter Schiff, uh, Max Kaiser. um, God, I forgot his name. There's a ton of them. Once you start searching those names, there'll be other related people. David Icke, even listen to him, is far out there as he is. But uh, be very careful because your decisions are going to affect your life. And uh, right now, If you're doing good and none of this has affected you, you're very, very lucky. But eventually it's going to. So pay attention. What I say, Joe Rogan, Trish Regan, David Icke, Alex Jones, Max Kaiser. I mean, hell, that's that's really, please stop watching the fucking news. Fox News, CNN, CNBC, all of them. Because I don't know what their agenda is other than try to scare the living fuck out of you. And by my observation, it's working. Too much hate, too much division. Pay attention to the writing on the wall. And that is a parable or a comparison. There's no wall. You're not going to wake up and go, oh, honey, look at that. It's telling us to do this. The wall is what's happening right in front of you. People's behavior, the government's behavior, your job. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All the stuff that's going on, pay attention. Look for trends. Look for what you're being told to do. If you don't see anything, you either not open to it or you're not paying attention or you're in the right place. 
So God bless you for that one. But things, at least in my perspective, on my journey are going to get rough. And every day we get closer to November, it's going to get more and more challenging. So do your homework, read some books. I suggested Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. Great book. That'd be the book right now. Rich Dad, Poor Dad would be a great book. Fake by Robert Kiyosaki, the same author. I haven't finished it. Great book. Actually, I'm going to read that since I finally settled down because I burned through half the book in one weekend. Great book. I don't know where you're going to find guidance. I don't know where you're going to find answers. Like I said, I think it's what you're not supposed to do. I think that's a better way of looking at it. But one thing you should do is listen to the show and please share. I appreciate it. I got to go. 51 minutes, a little bit short of a show for me. I like doing at least an hour or two or three or whatever. But this is the first show I haven't done in a while. I've been trying to find find answers <laughs> or not answers or whatever they are, what not to do. Uh, and Colorado just wasn't it for me. I gave it two and a half years. Um, I think a warmer climate in the state due to what I see coming and the writing on the walls, the answer for me, maybe not. Time will tell. So anyway, thanks for listening to the show. Share the show. And uh, I'll be back. And uh, that's it. Thanks, everybody in the chat room. Who is it? Joe, Debbie, Chill Jelly, Vin, Naria. Is that right? Nara? I'm sorry if it's wrong. Thanks for sharing the show. Uh, Mr. B. Great. And uh, The Sum, I think that says. I don't know. But anyway. Thanks for listening to me and share the show. And have a great day. You have been listening to the original Red Pill show.